Well, folks, it's time to sit up again for another episode of The Soul Sessions. But with me today, oh, he's a man, he's a legend, he's an absolute myth, the tenacious one, Johnny Lyons. Welcome to the show, pal. Oh, thank you very much. And all I want to say, first of all, Ben, why is it taking you so long to have a tenacious one on your show? Well, well, my dear friend, The Soul Sessions welcomes every wrestler from every generation, every part of the UK and worldwide. But obviously, you know, you didn't have Instagram, man. I'm an Instagram guy. I got a contact for all this stuff. And you're on Facebook. Look, maybe maybe you've got MySpace or Bebo or we're going back that far. But, you know, obviously when I had Jason Reed on and you know, he talked so highly of you, I wanted to get you on. And it was so urgently, but I couldn't find your Instagram. Jason Reed. Jason Reed spoke highly of me. That's actually really nice to hear. Uh, just, just before we start, me and Jason Reed go way, way back to the uh, the first time I saw him at the uh, WCL Academy. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll just, he has certain things I don't agree with that he does. Um, however, the most talented Scottish wrestler, scratch that, the most talented UK wrestler. Uh, if you're going to ask me uh, what Scottish wrestler is going to be next for the WWE, uh he's in the next few years 100 percent um that's a much highly i think of him brilliant yeah. wrestling high accolades indeed obviously current icw zero g champion so he's doing something right showing off his titles mm -hmm. but hey obviously johnny you're the guest right now so we've got to get to you my friends johnny lines okay. like i like to say with every guest of the show every guest has a story and every story has a beginning johnny how did your story begin within the world of professional wrestling well, if you go way, way back, and I'm, I'm 47 years old, okay, so let's just get that out of there. I'm an old man, and uh, I first started watching professional wrestling when I was like five years old, and used to have the, the horse racing on ITV, then you'd have the world of sport, and I loved that stuff. I, I used to sit there, wrestle my teddy bear while watching this stuff, and I uh, just thought it was brilliant. And then um, the WE, well, sorry, the WF um, came to my view, and my first event to watch with that was WrestleMania Six. Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, Whoa. and like the larger than life, like characters. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. So I just loved it from there. And I used to be that kid at school who'd throw myself off women walls and want to <laughs> toy fight with everybody. I want to do that. And um, couldn't find any wrestling schools as a kid. Didn't, they didn't exist. So I did like martial arts. I did Taekwondo. I did uh, gymnastics. I did a lot of weight training, a bit of boxing. Uh, then I went away um, to London. I traveled around, came back in my 20s and uh, found out that Mike Musso's W3L had just opened up. So I'm now 26, 27, but in good shape. I've always kept myself in good shape and thought, yeah, I need to go to this. Um, first day, I took like um, 10 friends with me. Uh, we all loved it. Week two, one friend came back with me. Week four, it was just me. Uh, <laughs> all my friends like, nah, it's too hard. And that's the thing, a lot of people don't realize how tough professional wrestling really is, but I fell in love with it. And uh, the old W3L Action Academy, it was literally just a bunch of gym mats. Uh, no ring, nothing like that. Trained my ass off for like maybe nine months, twice a week. Doing that, doing the gym, all my various things. Then got my debut. So it was a show up in uh, Dundee uh, for a defunct company now. Forget who they were called. Um, but I remember my uh, my match was uh, against a guy called Mr. Invincible, RIP, Mr. Invincible. He, he's gone now, away. Got my ass kicked. Uh, bruised my spine. Got put in a rumble. Never been in a ring before. And the funny story, I remember uh, Mike Musso was my trainer at the time. I goes, Mike, I'm in a rumble. He goes, uh, yeah, 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 Johnny, you are. I was like, how do we go over the top rope? Because <laughs> already I'm thinking, when I get chucked over the top rope, I've never been in a ring before. How's this going to work? And he goes, ah, Johnny, ah, pulls his hair back. And he goes, 
just grab the top rope when you get thrown over. I was like, oh, great advice. So I remember like two guys grab me. So again, barred, they get like a handhold of hair each and they launch me. So I remember being like 10 feet in the air and I reach out and I get fingertips to the top rope while I'm in midair. I managed to grab it. I managed to get one foot on the apron. I think I'm going, the momentum was too much. So I kind of launched myself. I went through two chairs <laughs> into a concrete floor. I remember this young kid, like a sexual kid, looking out and going, Mommy, I think he's dead. Uh, but for me, it was like the greatest moment. I, I loved it coming out, you know, the audience, the smoke machines, the music, the adrenaline. I was hooked. And from there, I, I worked harder, um, capturing my first title for W3L through my first year of competing, um, became a taxing champion, beating uh, Fight Club at the time, who were big in ICW. Um, Worked for ICW back in the early days. Uh, then after about three years, uh, I formed the company WrestleZone, as I'm sure you've heard about. So mm -hmm. I formed that company. Um, and then uh, after about two years, of too much pressure, sold the company, but continued to work for them and our other companies. Um, but mostly I stuck to the kind of like Northeast of Scotland, um, mm -hmm. preferred it there. So I worked for all the companies there, captured numerous titles um through all those various companies um I, I dabbled in glasgow went down there sometimes um that was kind of how i met um andy wild sorry andy roberts now um mm. he was training down the pbw academy i wanted to kind of broaden my horizons because i think if you're and this is news for any professional wrestler who wants to get a training you want to give whatever school you go to about three years but you really want to branch out like you can't just learn from one wrestler so like the guys I train, if I just train, if a guy who's trained with me just learns my style, he's going to be a copycat of Dream Alliance. He's not going to be his own style. So you have to go out there and go to seminars, go to other schools. So I did that. So I went to PBW, went to SWA. I went all over seminars to get better style. And I met um, Andy Roberts at the, the PBW Academy at the time. We became instant friends. Um, uh, for years, um, we got booked many shows together, um, and um, I kind of dabbled in and out of W3L. Um, I went back to W3L, and that's where I met uh, Jason Reed, and then I introduced Jason Reed and, and Andy Wild, and they became really good friends. And the three of us kind of came this kind of threesome, threesome, <laughs> this trio. Uh, we were called the uh, Five Delight, and and we travelled around. And kind of when we look at it, I always look at the three of us like uh, I'm the past, cause I'm an old guy, and I'm ready to uh, to go. Uh, Andy Roberts, he's the present. He is the guy, the next guy who's going to WWE. He's huge. He's, he's the best in Scotland. And then you've got Jason Reed, definitely the future of professional wrestling. Every gift he could possibly have as a professional wrestler, he has it. So that was kind of the journey. I'd retired um, four years ago because I just felt it was time. And uh, WrestleZone was my home. That was my home promotion where I was in every single like show. Uh, I love the company. I love the guys. Um, I've been championing multiple times. I told him about a year in advance I was going to retire. Uh, and then I finished up at a cage match and um, it was good. And then the pandemic hit. So whether I tired or not, wrestling was finished for a bit. And then Andy uh, decided to open the FPWA um, school and he wanted me as a coach. Uh, and I was like, I always said, like, when I leave wrestling, I'm done, I'm out, I'm gone. But I was like, he's my friend and I've got a passion for what I do. So I said, yeah, okay. So I started like training the guys there and I was mostly focused on the kids. He wanted me to teach the kids classes. Yeah, which I did, but then like I feel that hunger and that drive come back, and like I'm teaching these new guys, like so I was helping Andy with adult class too, and I'm like, I'm just as good as I always have been. I can still do the same things, 
but they don't know they don't know that and i felt like i had something else to prove so i thought right i'm going to train hard when i come out of retirement and i'm going to give it one last shot which i did and i've been primarily working for epwa and fcw and about discovery wrestling at that time which has been great but i'm going to give you an exclusive right now for your podcast for the soul sessions podcast oh. that i have decided that 100 percent this year is my last year in wrestling so um that is going to be um december 12th is going to be the last fpwa show of the year that is going to be my well as long as i'm booked <laughs> andy roberts i'm sure hopefully it's going to me uh if i'm booked for the show that is my last show so uh i'm still going to coach i'm going to coach for as long as andy roberts wants me in school coaching or anyone else wants to hire me for that because still got that love and passion but i think at the age of 47 uh i've given enough of my body uh, I've done enough early gym sessions. Uh, I've done enough uh, trying to cut out all the, the good food and, and diet, even though I've never been the best at that. Uh, I've done my best. But yeah, um, 100% December 12th, uh, which is the last FPW show, will be my last show. My, my God, Johnny. I mean, that's a hell of a thing to say. I mean, thank you very much for being you know, being that privilege to make that announcement here on the Soul Sessions. Thank you, my friend. But, I mean, why do you feel like it's time to go now? I think it just the pain evolves like every time i do this it takes longer and longer to recover for me so like in the olden days i would do a match i'd do two matches three matches an hour or two later i'd be fine let's go again you know nowadays i do a match and it's taking me three four five days and i've still got like you know like i'm banged up and i've got arthritis in both my knees uh, i've got like shards in both my elbows where i can't lean on my elbows anymore i have back issues uh, i have hip issues all sorts of issues now I would never trade that like if you told me when i got into this 19 years ago 20 years ago this is the pain you're going through to do this i would still do it because the experience I've, I've had you know like the main event matches the people i've met the friendships i've forged over these two decades is, is um, irreplaceable so i'm cool with that i'm cool with some bad knees in the day i got out of this still one piece relatively good you know i'm i'm a, I'm a healthy 47 year old man you know, um, and a lot of forty-seven-year-old men have got massive bellies, and they're and they're you know the one with sticks or whatever. You know, they've got bald heads and grey hair. Yeah, I've got a great beard, but the hair's still good. You know, so uh, yeah, it's time, and and I've got a lot of passion for coaching. You know, uh, I, I love what I do at the FPWA school, and uh, I want to keep pushing that. And there's a lot of guys there. I mean, I mentioned Jason Reed, but Jason Reed, by the time FPWA started, was already pretty much there. You know, he's already a, a finished product, just polishing himself off. But there's a lot of new guys. You've had uh, Daisy Jenkins on your show. You know, yeah. she is probably the best female up-and-comer right now. I mean, she reminds me a lot of um, Emerson Jane. And, mm. and Emerson Jane, I, I I was, you know, Sammy Jane, when she was called back then, I was there for her in her first lessons, you know, uh, and I know her really, really well. And I've got a ton of respect for Emerson Jane. And um, Daisy Jenkins reminds me a lot of Emerson Jane. And I can see them go in the same trajectory and same pathway uh they've had a, they both had my input a little bit in their careers so i think maybe that's why they're both a bit mental for their big bumps and stuff because i love taking big bumps and doing crazy shit. um and i like to think that they've got a little bit of that for me um i mean apart from that though i'd have to say um you've got a uh, tommy cartel that guy is a physical specimen charismatic and i feel like schools just need this guy a chance you know uh you've got the tag team meet and you've got the other tag team uh, the par both of those tag teams are as good as any tag team in the country and um, look out for them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well. I mean, so much is going, but something I really want to ask you, John, obviously, you know, I'm a youngin, I'm a young boy. I got into wrestling in 2019. You've, 
you know, been in part of this industry for so long and seen it evolve, especially if you're in Scotland. What is something that you really th- have identified that's evolved from the past to now within Scottish wrestling? Mm-hmm. Production values and uh, people getting better. Um, when I first came along, it was very what you'd call rinky-dink, you know, like uh, rings falling apart and gym halls and so forth. And then obviously ICWs had a lot to do with that, you know, their professional production. But then Discovery Wrestling, they're very professional, you know. FPWA uh, and the Truth Shows is all very professional, you know. Uh, everyone's up the games though, even like the old school ones like W3L and all the other companies. Everybody is trying to up the game. You have to. It's not good enough now to rock up with a a ring and a gym hall with no lighting, no decent music or sound systems and things like that. And then the other part of it, when I first uh, got into this, I think there was two wrestling schools in Scotland. That was the WTL Action Centre and the um, SWA uh, with the two kind of schools. Um, mm-hmm. And now there's so many, I can't even tell you how many there are, which means there's more competition. So a typical wrestling show in Scotland, what you got like five matches, six matches, maybe eight if they're really pushing it. So what's that, 16 wrestlers? And you've got like hundreds of wrestlers in the country. So really, you've got to be good. You've got to be the best of the best if you want boot. So I think that competition drives quality. And now, if you go to a wrestling show in Scotland, hopefully the booker is booking who he thinks is the best talent in the country. And, and again, better. Um, so I think that's the biggest difference is the quality and the production values of what we've got now. Mm, of course, absolutely. And you mentioned your ICW, which is kind of like a within the very veins of Scottish wrestling. And, you know, we've had many guests on who have done that. You know, Daisy Jenkins, as yeah. you mentioned before, Jason Reed's ICW is your champion at the moment. And we've had Rabbi Romero won a Casino Brutal, many others I could list on here. I want to know from yourself, Johnny, ICW, why do you think it's so part of Scottish, not only Scottish wrestling, maybe Scottish history? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just it, it, it caught fire at the right time. Um, it was just when I first did ICW back in the early days, it was just like any other Scottish show. Um, Mark Dallas put it on. It was the same sort of time that PBW just kind of started, SWA, WCL, and um, we were there. I remember the first show I did for ICW. It was, um, I was in a tag team called Tenacious Guns. They were taking on Fight Club, who at the time was Kid Fight and just Jimmy James. And we had this kind of uh, false kind of anywhere street fight. And it was literally like 50 fans, 60 fans, but we kicked the, sh- the crap out of each other. We're like, throwing each other to the stages. I remember like getting, um, before my match, there'd been like a, a Glasgow street fight on. So there was still drawn pins on the body, ring canvas and things like that, and in the ring. So I got slammed on drawn pins. I got chucked into women, all sorts of things. And uh, it was good, but I think um, Scottish wrestling was getting very, very hot. And ICW, because of their kind of no holds barred kind of attitude, um, took off. And then when WWE kind of got involved with them as well, that pushed the profile and it made them the premium Scottish company. And they're going to keep that name for as long as they want to because they are. Uh, they've got like the best television um, um, production um, and that attracts the best wrestlers because everyone wants to be seen on that. So uh, to be on ICW, uh, I would expect you to be the premium kind of person. Um, but however, there's a lot of good like rest. Like I would say like even like some of the promotions and maybe some people might frown on, they've all got talent, every one of them. There's there's, there's diamonds in every single company. Uh, and I think Scottish wrestling is at the hottest, it's the strongest it's ever been. I do feel like there's sometimes maybe too many promotions. There's certainly too many wrestlers, but I think um, competition breeds um, talent to become better and stronger. Oh, absolutely as well. And obviously one of those things to breed great talent is schools like FPWA in itself. You know, I want to know, Johnny, you know, building like a, a training regime for somebody, you know, how do you go into that? Well, um, typically, um, a big part of wrestling, right, is cardio. 
So the first hour of any wrestling session, I would particularly like to have a session be two and a half hours, three hours is what I look at. So that first hour, I'm looking at cardio, I'm looking at conditioning. Um, so again, ring conditioning is so much different than gym conditioning. You can go to the gym and you can run your treadmills, you do your cross trainers or whatever. It does not match a professional wrestling ring, run the ropes, drop down, leapfrogs, hip tosses, taking the bump, body slamming somebody. Um, that kind of conditioning can only be done there. And you have to be good at that because in a match and you're tired, you've got to find that energy from somewhere. You know, you can't, these fans are paid for a show. You've got to provide that show. So any anytime I come up with a lesson plan, the first hour is ring conditioning so you've got to make it fun and entertaining too but that's where it is the second hour is typically where i'll teach kind of techniques maneuvers and the art of wrestling you know the the art of selling the art of portraying your character the art of showing out to the audience uh, and, and all that kind of thing and then the third hour i typically make it more creative uh, and andy kind of the same with this so like what are your ideas what do you want to get your character because you have to to make it in in wrestling there's so much competition what makes you stand out why is a promoter going to spend their hard-earned money paying you when they could pay the other guy what, what's special about you so you have to get that in there as well so that's the three things you know um conditioning um teaching the actual art of wrestling then the creativity because in that ring you have to have that creativity to be one level above the rest of the competition absolutely as well and obviously you know fbwa we go on to put hang on sorry johnny something's hang on a minute no, I can't be right. Sorry, oh, we've got live. Someone's, we've got live. Someone's, someone's running the stream right now. I can't be right. Oh, Jason! Oh my God! Yeah, you're Jason goddamn Reed. right. It's right, brother. You're goddamn right. You think I'm zipped up the back, big man? I think I'm zipped up the back. I've been here for the last seventeen you're naked. minutes and thirty seconds. Have you been watching? Have you been watching the wrong kind of videos? You're absolutely naked. What you've done to? Like you're naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my fantasy. That's my fantasy. I type in two losers speaking to each other, and here's where I end up. But listen, I come in peace somewhat. Okay. I come in peace. I was a guest a few weeks ago. I heard you were coming on tonight, brother. So I wanted to come on and just hear what you had to say. And it was really, really interesting. Uh, I, I really, really loved hearing. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. About how you're saying that ICW is the biggest company in Europe. You know, they breed the best of the best. And last time I checked, I'm actually a uh, zero G champion, which means Brilliant. I am fucking Brilliant, great man. at what I do, brother. So listen, hey, the champs here now, Soul Sessions, please continue because uh -huh. uh, I have a vested interest in this conversation. I heard Johnny Lyons talk about a show in September. So I'm here wow. to uh, to join in this conversation tonight. Well, I okay, am I more than... I think, more than I, think, I think it's great to hear Jason all right but you had your podcast two weeks ago and uh I know you're you're hot you're sweaty you're ready for action that's great that's great to see but you know crack out 20 push-ups and go do something else because this is you think I've not already done that bro you think I've not already done that today huh I'm the champ this is what I do baby I come in peace everyone knows I got a lot of love for you bro there's no oh, one very 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 so few good. people very few people in the world that I love as much as you. Okay, that respect will never, ever, ever go. But, but a little birdie tells me, and take this with a pinch of salt, that you and I may potentially be crossing paths very, very soon. And well, you know me, you know me better than most people. And you know what I love to do? I love to get in my opponent's heads. 
I love to create a bit of drama. I love a little bit of controversy. So that's why I'm here on the Soul Sessions right now with you both. Well, well that's it. Yeah, I mean, um, well, yeah, sorry, man, it's your podcast. Let's silly because, you know, yeah. first well, of let all, the speech. let the host speak, Johnny, okay? The host is quiet for me, but you let him speak, yeah? Well, hey. Viewers who may not be familiar, this is Jason Reed, who is the current ICW ZOG champion, who probably used the link I gave him from the last time, which will now, I'm going to upgrade my professionalism and delete them fucking links. Now, cool. Thank you for, thank you for, you know, surprising us with your presence, Jason. But, you know, we, this hey, is John. You're welcome for the extra 5,000 views that your broadcast is going to, sorry, that you're going to get for this. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit, a little bit fired up tonight. I'm going to. I'm going to retract a little bit. I'm going to take a step back from the camera and I'm going to be respectful for the rest of this conversation, okay? But you are welcome. You know what, Ben, it's okay. You know, leave Jason in. You know, Jason is a staunch superstar. Yeah, you know, I'm the I'm the broken down, I'm the old guy wrestler. But he's talking about potentially us meeting in September. Now, the last time in FPWA where myself and Jason Reed um, were together in a ring, you lost. You know, you lost to the old man, you lost to the veteran, you lost your match. Now, you've won a few, you've lost a few, you've gone up, and you are currently the champion. And as I said to Ben, like, you're potentially the best in the company right now. You're the best in the fucking UK, you are. You know, you've got the charisma, you've got the body, you've got the skills, you have everything. However, if we go one-on-one in September, if that happens, it's going to be the same result. Because I've only got a few months left. I'm, I'm gone in December, but there's no way... Especially where you are right now, man. I love you, but you're not beating me. It's not happening. Well, uh, that's why I'm here, bro. That's that's yeah. why I'm here. You know what I gotta do? Peace. I gotta get inside that headspace and I gotta make shit happen. Yeah, I know that. I respect peaceful, peaceful gentlemen, peaceful, peaceful on the soul session. Okay, right, right okay, Ben. Over to you. I'll be peaceful. You ask the questions, I'll pump up your views. How about that? Well, hey, I'll take any viewership thing I can get from a champion, from anyone. I'll, anyone's welcome here on the Soul Sets. But remember, it's my show. I'm the host. So let's all take a step back, breathe in. You stop drinking that dieted shit right there. That's from some <laughs> US. Yeah, you got to get some stone shit in your life, bro. Hey, look, whiskey, whiskey does my diet very well, thank you very much, as a true Scotsman does. But look, going back to Johnny, my boy, and Jason, you can sit there in the audience, and my as you can. Look, who knows, you might get your arse kicked at the next ICW show and lose that championship and might have to crawl back, and I will welcome you on my show when that time does come. But not just now, but Johnny, my boy, i got to ask now, I think Jason is here, we've got ICE, well, sorry, we've got FPWA and multiple great shows they've had, but obviously right now, September is going to be the next one, true for dare. An interesting show in itself. For our viewers who may be not familiar with Truth or Dare, what is the whole concept of the next FBWA show? So as far as I'm, I'm aware, it's kind of like a Wheel of Fortune where you're going to have a bunch of wrestlers, the wheels are going to turn around and randomly match up wrestlers against each other. So Jason's quite right. We're both on this board. Every chance we can match up together, every chance we might not. And then from there, there's another wheel that goes round. And if I have it wrong, Andy, I'm sorry, but I think this is what's going to happen. And then either the match is going to be a straight wrestling match or a stipulation match. And it could be any kind of stipulation, I guess. You know, no rules, hardcore rules, things like that. But, I mean, I'm game for anything. Like, I've done hardcore stuff. I've done straight stuff. Um, all good with it. Um, and if Jason Reed ends up on the other side of the ring to me on Truth or Dare, it's probably the toughest challenge, I'll be honest. It's, he is the toughest guy in the locker room. You know, maybe apart from maybe getting Andy Roberts himself. 
Jason Reed's going to be that guy. Remember uh, who changed his name, bro, yeah? Remember who made him change his name and you rethink what you've just said. Jason right. Reed does have a victory over Andy Roberts. However, Johnny Lyon has a victory over Jason Reed. So let's remember that. Sometimes wrestling mathematics doesn't always work. One plus one doesn't always make two, but it does mean three count from the last time we wrestled Jason. That did happen. All right, Scott Steiner. Okay. <laughs> I like well, that. I like that. Boys, boys, obviously, you know, Trevor Dare, great stipulations added. But, you know, there's many other great people who've been advertised for the show. You know, you've got Frank Gallo, Daisy Jenkins, James Ellis, who's the previous guest of the show from Wales, Hunter Sampson, Andy Roberts, yourself, Johnny, Jason, great talent all around. But I got to know, you know, you're here, Jason, I might as well ask you, you know, first to you, Johnny, because it is your episode. Is there anyone there, obviously, you're looking out there, possibly facing the thing is going to be a challenge? My name is this guy right here. Uh, he's the biggest challenge. I mean, the guys you've mentioned are really, really good, but they, apart from Ellis, they lack the experience. Like Sam said, yeah, I might get a step ladder to climb and punch him in the face, but he's very inexperienced. I'll be able to ring circles around him and out-wrestle him. And, you know, regardless of how whoever, it's the truth. But Jason Reed has got enough experience to match me hold for hold. He's stronger than me. He's younger than me. Uh, maybe a little bit faster than me. However... He's not as tenacious as I am. It takes a lot to make me quit. In fact, I just don't quit. So he's going to have to knock me out to, to get the win on the three count. That's as simple as that. So, like, bring your powerbomb. Bring whatever you've got. It's going to take more than your powerbomb. It's going to take more than all the other moves that you do, Jason. You know, because you're not going to catch me in that. You go for a powerbomb, I'll scoop you up. I'll get out of that move instantly. I'll counter you move for move. However, Jason, it's going to be a challenge. Um, there's no way I go through that match unscathed. I will come out of that match bruised, sweating, probably exhausted. However, I will come out victorious. Jason, your thoughts to his comments? Listen, you know, I've got to admire it, right? I, I really, really do. As I said, there's very, very few people that are walking this planet that I have more time, respect, and love for than Johnny Lyons. Um, maybe not a lot of people know how close the working relationship is, right? And Jason Reed, you know, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't hide anything, okay? This is me. There's no character. There's no gimmick, okay? This is me. But unfortunately, where I find myself now, Johnny, and you know this better than anyone, that because I wear my heart on my sleeve, I have no option but to treat everyone exactly the same. So that respect, that love exists, but as soon as the bell goes, it doesn't. And you witnessed firsthand what I had to do to Andy, and that was just business, brother. That was just business. But this business gives me things like this draped over my shoulder. It gives me a better life. And the same oh, stands at Truth Nightclub. Don't ever interrupt the champ. The champ will let you know when the champ is finished. Pleasant. As I was saying, at Truth Nightclub, if you and I happen to stand across the ring from each other, then I'm sorry, bro. No, okay, he's done, he's done. Well, hey, you know what, Jason? I'll throw you a hell of a question right now. Truth or dare, we don't know what stipulations could be. It could be a beer drinking contest. It could be a hardcore match. It could be tag match, whatever. But I want to know right now, you're the champion. James Ellis is the combat legacy champion down in Wales. Andy Roberts is a champion as well. 
What if a stipulation is you have to put your title on the line? Would you be willing to do that? Easy. He's a big fella. Okay, easy. Okay, easy. There's a number of hoops that we need to jump through. Number of contracts that need to be signed for that to happen. Okay, listen. I just don't know if that's going to be feasible. You know, we've got deals with Fight TV. You know, this is specific to Fight. I don't know. Well, Maybe. But I, you know, I don't want to make any promises. Well, sounds like good words from a champion. But, you know, Johnny, i got to know as well, you know, who knows? This could be a tag match. Heck, we don't know what kind of stipulation you're going to come up with, Trufford. What if it's you and Jason against someone like the Par or any other great well, tag team here in Scotland? I'll tell you, if me and Jason was ever tag up, honestly – no one would ever like actually i'm going to take that back you know what because what the problem would be is we both would smash any tag team but i don't think listening to you there jason and the things you're saying i don't think your ego could handle being a team you'd you wouldn't tag out you would be in there and you'd lose because your ego would make you lose and that's the truth so if you could put in a tag team match we'll probably lose because jason will think you could do it all by himself and um you know and like uh, Jason would need to do it all by himself. Jason would need to. Jason would have no choice but to do it all by himself. Your old ass wouldn't be able to get the job done. You see, and there, there's one going to stop you, right? So, yes, you've got all the talent. You've got all the looks. You've got the belt. You've got everything, yeah? But here's something you're not going to have at the end of it. When I retire after December 12th, when I finish and I'm done, I've got the love and the respect of the wrestling community. Can you say the same when you hang up your belt, when you're 46, 47 years old and you're retiring? The amount of friendships you've broken over the years, you know, what you did to Andy to make him change his name, the things that you've done through your career, the, the, the people you've stabbed in the back, the people you've stepped on to get to the top of the promotions that you've got to, you've done brilliantly to do it, but you're going to have no friendships. Like when you're done, when your body is failing you, when your knees are arthritic, when your elbows are knackered, when your back is done, when your hair is no longer as thick and you've got a big balding patch in the middle of it, and you're like Monk Jason Reed. What are you going to have left? You're not going to have any friends left, brother. You ain't going to have anything. You've got to think about that. The way you spoke to Ben in this podcast, this is this man's podcast. Respect this man. You've shown no respect. And I'm sorry, I don't think I could tag up with you, even if I'm forced to. I love you, but you're out of control. You're talking about the gimmicks. You're a walking gimmick, my son. You know, you have your tin of prime. You have your chewing gum. You walk around like you're the man. You're not the man. You're you. just a man. How dare you? First of all, Johnny, how how dare you? How dare you? Okay. What I'll do, I'll tell you what, when I go for my weekly shopping, right, tomorrow morning in Tesco, when I get all the items for the next two weeks, all my eggs, all my chicken, all my pasta, all my protein shakes, and the cashier says, that's £85, please, Jason. I'll say, whoa, I've got some friendship tokens. I've got some respect. Will you Will you take that, will you, Miss Cashier? No, you won't, because that's not how the real world works. The real world works off of money. And what do I get when I win matches? Money. What doesn't get me money? Friendships. So can you blame me, brother? Can you really, really blame me? And by the way, if the opportunity arose for you to tag team with me, you'd be phoning your missus, baby. We made it. We've done it. I'm not retiring in December. I'm going for as long as my knees are going to let me go, yeah? Because this is the big time, baby. Well, 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 fair news indeed. But obviously, you know, Jason, you are, as I mentioned before, the ICW Zero-G champion. But Johnny here has held multiple titles and many times before, you know, the WrestleZone Undisputed champion you've held multiple times before. You know, how do you feel like, Johnny, being that kind of wrestler to get a title multiple times, you know, what kind of mindset do you have to have for that? 
you have i mean to be fair jason's got the right mindset that's why he's a champion right now and i'm not um you've got to kind of be selfish and like when you're in there and the, you're the champion you've got a bullseye on your back and every single wrestler and rightly so should be targeting you to get what you have um so yeah um you have to be tough you have to be bold you have to be ready and when you're you've got that belt every single person in that locker room could be your future opponent because why not they won't as jason says you get paid to be the champion you get you get those those bonus points you get a lot more money you get a lot more everything um so um however you know what friendship and respect you're talking about friendship tokens you know i'll take that yeah i'll have the uh i may not have the the expensive things that you have jason but those friendships are priceless and you're forgetting that on your rise to the top you can't just kick everyone off the mountain brother you know because on the top of the mountain you need some company i'll have one just the one that's all you need that's all i need brother that's all i need the quicker you guys get that through your head the better yeah you don't need an army of 20 30 stinking inbred fans behind you or all the friendships that you make on the way you just need one person behind you beside you pushing you along the way and baby when you've got that but you forget jason when you're down the map and you're counting one and two and so forth it's the fans who drive you on all the titles that i've won i have won that because the fans go behind me when my knees were giving way and my back was giving way and i'm getting pounded out in fact when i beat you that's what kept me going you were beating the absolute shit out of me in that match but those fans weren't cheering for jason reed they were cheering for johnny lyons and that made me kick out that enabled me to keep on fighting against such superstar and that's what got me the win and again going forward that is invaluable i think that's the key ingredient you're missing you may be the zero g champion but you're not the heavyweight champion why not you've been long enough you're not the champ because you don't have that fan support and you don't have that push that energy from these fans that you so derail these fans are everything they're the lifeblood of the business and if you want to get to that top position you need those fans to believe in you and you just don't have that brother you don't <laughs> Fair fucking words from Johnny Lyons right here, but also Jason. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Well, Johnny, I must ask as well, obviously, you know, you mentioned WWE multiple times, and you said even this guy right here could possibly get there one day. And I want to know, I want to know from yourself, Johnny, WWE getting there, what would it mean to you to see your students achieve that goal and get to that company? Oh, absolutely everything. I mean, again, like, regardless of what we've got here going on with me and Jason right now, you know, he is the guy, like, like WWE are looking for charismatic, um, great athletes, great talkers. Jason's got all the gifts. So yeah, I'd be super proud to see him there. I think um, the way he goes around things is wrong. However, you cannot deny his talent. Um, Andy Roberts, uh, being a longtime friend of mine, and uh, I do believe that this is his time. I, I think, you know, over the next six months, a year, I think we'll see that guy again. I mean, he was just on SmackDown recently. You know, they don't bring on anyone to be on SmackDown, you know, uh, and he was there because they've got, he's marked. But Jason's the next guy. I mean, uh, I would be shocked if Jason's not in the next line of kind of tryouts that they really look at. And I'd be shocked if not already looking at Jason. But going forward in the future, I could see myself coaching 
the next 20, 30 years, you know, and uh, that's the best, what you want to do. You want to live vicariously through your students and you want to push them to the next level, you know, and, and that was why I came out of retirement that, that last time, because I need to prove to those students who didn't know me that I could still go, you know, and now that it's time for me to stop, I'm going to throw every bit of energy into coaching the stars of the future. I mean, look at the last few years, Drew McIntyre was the first Scottish wrestler to really make it, you know, and um, that was it. But the last few years, loads of guys have made it. And that just shows you how rich the Scottish scene's become. And I think it's going to get even more. I think uh, we're looking at possibly WWE opening up in NXT Europe. I hear that's the rumours, you know, and they're going to need a lot of guys. And FPWA, in my opinion, is the premium school in Scotland, in the UK. I'm very biased, obviously. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys there that, that could go all the way. And back to the original question, I'd be super proud, definitely. Well, I know, well, Jason, how do you feel about that, even though you've had such kind and interesting words for this man right here, and now he's just said something great about you? Yeah, listen, there's no... I'm not zipped at the back. Johnny's not zipped at the back. The, the respect does exist. We obviously have our differences. We're different people when it comes to in-ring competition. Outside of it, we're fairly similar. I would gladly, gladly have Johnny coach me for the rest of the time. I would gladly share the ring with Johnny as much as fate allows because he is invaluable. His experience, his way of thinking is just a different level. And I'm not ashamed and I'm, I'm proud to admit that if it wasn't for Johnny, I wouldn't be standing here with this over my shoulder because he was pivotal in a really, really important stage in my career. And it was his trust, his faith that empowered me to go on and, and do what I wanted to do. So without Johnny Lyons, there is no Jason Reed. Oh man, I really appreciate that. And uh, it's reciprocated again. Like um, when I first met Jason um, in a WTL Academy, like I instantly recognized talent, you know, like there was a bunch of guys there, you know, and none of them had half the talent he had. And he'd only been training a few months, you know, at the time, but I seen it straight away. And um, I wanted to push him. I brought him up to wrestle with me, got to get him that experience, introduced him to Andy to get him that experience. I knew that he, he's very like minded to Andy. And I knew that he would succeed. And when he, ICW brought him on, I knew he'd do well. And again, like, um, regardless of all the stuff we're going on, and again, as he says, if we end up bringing it together again, this will be forgotten about. We'll go, we'll go for it and smash each other. However, uh, Jason Reed is no one works as hard as him. No one trains as hard as him. No one gets it as well as him. That is why he's the person he is. And that's why he's going to be a massive success for years to come. Well, that was kind words to say as well, but you know, He's just barged on here and, you know, maybe a bit of brashness and arrogance, I must say, Jason. But I want to know there, Johnny, do you think maybe there's a part, certain thing he's missing in that learning aspect? He's still got a lot to learn? Ah, well, he's got to be learning to be humble. The thing is, like, um, you <laughs> humble, humble, please. <laughs> this is where we differ. This is where we differ. I'm very humble. You know, I appreciate it. He, he is humble to the extent he, he thanked me and he's what he said is humble. However, in that ring, he's not. And to an extent, He's right to be that way because if you are too humble in the ring, you're going to lose. And he wins all the single time. However, his backstage arrogance is a little bit much for me sometimes. I think um, he needs to humble himself there. And I think um, if he wants to be a true champion, top of the range, top of the level, he needs to humble himself just a little bit. 
Well, I mean, what's your thoughts on those words there, Jason? <laughs> I'm a humble guy, bro. I don't know. What have you been watching? Like, I'm probably the most humble champion uh, two seconds. Uh, exactly. There you go. Yeah, like, probably the most humble champion, right, that's ever existed in this country. Um, I'm the man. I am literally, like, the most polarizing figure in ICW history. And what that means, Sam, is that I can do whatever I want, okay? Hmm. Really? Now, that's, that's, can... why, that's why, Owen, I can just come in here on your show and do whatever I want to do. Yeah, this is secretly, let's not lie. Let's not lie. Let's be truthful. Cards on the table, yeah? When you've seen my face pop up in the studio, you're like, yes. Did you know, bro? Everyone knows. Huh? Tell me I can't lie. I can't lie. It's always good to see a previous guest of the show in no matter what form. If they turn up for a pint or even if they interrupt my episodes, which I remind me always again to delete the links. Good to know. Thank you for that. But hey, you know, I got to ask as well, you know, Jason, you know, Johnny said here that he's going to be finishing up end of the year. Is there no sense of loss from you, you know, thinking about that? For sure. There is. And it's, you know, listen, it's sad because... For me, from a personal perspective and a personal level, um, Johnny's been every step of my career. So a wrestling career without Johnny in it is a sad thought. I think wrestling, uh, that it will be a big loss when, when Johnny hangs up the boots. And I firmly believe this when I say there will be no one that can actually fill those boots because Johnny is unique in every sense of the word. He brings something that other people can't, that excitement, that enthusiasm. And although, again, I don't agree with it because I think it's a wasted energy from a performing aspect and an athlete and a fighter perspective, I have to admire it because no one else brings that same level and no one else gets people putting, you know, sitting down in seats and standing up and, that level of excitement at lots of different levels of shows. So it will be a huge, huge loss for professional wrestling. And Johnny is one of these wrestlers that have just, you know, went before us and allowed us to do certain things, certain bits and pieces within the wrestling space. And if it wasn't for him, then who knows where I would be and where many other of us would be as well and where the scene would be because uh, his work and uh, his attitude towards pro wrestling uh is is paramount and yeah we'll, we'll never be forgotten well i must say johnny what's your thoughts on those sliver of kind words from the champ no absolutely uh i, I appreciate it uh again i reciprocate everything he says back to him like what i think of him as well and uh i do believe that i mean i believe um i've came a wish I wish so much I was 18 and starting all over again, but I'm not. You know, the reality is I'm 47. Uh, I'll be retiring in December. However, I'll still be around the scenes. I'll still be coaching. I'll be coaching the next Jason Reeds. I'll be coaching the next, you know, Tommy Cartels and all that kind of thing. I'll be I'll be pushing that generation. So I won't be, be gone. The, the enthusiasm and the passion I've got, that doesn't die because I get old. I'm going to be really, I'm going to be 65 and still doing this, you know, this shit. You know, I, I love it. So, yeah, I appreciate that immensely. No, absolutely as well. And, you know, I like to think of it, Johnny, you're the then, Jason, you're the now, but you'll forever be a part of this business, which is wrestling. I want to know as well, two different generations, what, you know, what is Scottish 
independent wrestling? What does it mean to you? I want to know first from you, Jason. Ask me that question again, please. I'll listen this time. <laughs> Fair play. I want to know what does Scottish wrestling mean to you, champ? Etta? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I think there was just a little miscommunication with not using the word champ at the end of the sentence. But we got there, we got there. Uh, for me, Scottish wrestling is just, it's life. Um, where would we be without Scottish wrestling? Um, that ability through different phases in life, we had the boom before ICW at the Hydro to the family shows that take place in little different towns every single weekend that give people an escape from reality, from everyday worries, everyday problems, like everyday life. For an hour or two, you can sit there and be engrossed in entertainment. You can be involved in it. It can change your life. It can help you through tough times. It can do whatever it needs to do. And the fact that we have such a strong number of brands here in the UK, ICW being the best and the leading in Europe, the fact that we have that right in our doorstep, the fact that we have a company such as ICW who has TV cameras, de deals with fight, the fact that we have a school such as FPWA who's coached by Johnny Lyons and Andy, you know, a wealth of experience who've done amazing things in their career. We have juniors, we have beginners, we have kids classes, we have advanced classes, we have showcases, we have actual shows. It's just amazing. Uh, we are so lucky to have that on our doorstep and we have so many amazing wrestlers, talent, referees, backstage announcers, staff, people that bring it all together. And I think we are yeah, just super amazing to have that in this country. Very kind words. Johnny, as someone from a different generation and a different breed, do you agree with Jason's comments or does, does, does Scottish wrestling mean something else to you? No, absolutely. Um, he, he said that very, very nicely. I mean, again, like my perspective, seeing from where it's come and to where it's now, uh, if you're a young guy wanting to get into professional wrestling, there's no excuse. There's, there's no reason not to do it, you know, apart from just do it. Like in my day, when I was 16, there was no wrestling skills anywhere. You know, that's why I did Taekwondo and boxing and things like that instead. And it wasn't until I was 28 years old before I got into this business. Um, today, the school's everywhere. And the premium school is FPWA. But if you're in Glasgow, there's great schools there as well. And wherever you are, there's great schools. But uh, I'm very biased. But um, it's just like wrestling is, to me, the greatest sport. You know, it's, it's the greatest match of athleticism, ability, charisma, um, personality, performance. You, you buy a ticket to a wrestling show and it's unlike anything else that you're ever going to see and i'm so proud to have been part of this scene for so long and i'm so proud to be behind the scenes going forward to the next generation and seeing the next evolution where we are right now again i still would be on fight other companies will be on tv i think at some point in the next few years you know it's just gonna get bigger and bigger and better and better and the level is gonna get bigger and better so yeah man scottish wrestling is a very healthy industry and i'm proud to be part of it Absolutely. Very healthy indeed. And, you know, the lifeblood of that is, you know, not only just the wrestlers, but the fans as well. You know, I want to know, Johnny, from yourself, fans from any, you know, any place they ever are, age and everything, what do fans mean to you? Oh, man, I love it, man. I mean, uh, I've gone through all sorts, all sorts of, you know, fans and, and interactions in my, in my time. And uh, they're always so supportive, uh, these fans, you know, like, they're, they, the amount of times I've come out and I've seen 
posters of Johnny Lyons and I've seen my t-shirts in the in the crowd and the wait backstage for you. You know, even Jason's laughing there, but he's got a lot of fans. I mean, like um when he comes out to simply the best, it's a it's a large contingent of the fans that absolutely love that. And regardless of what Jason says, they'll still love him, and that's great. Um, wrestling fans are unlike any other fans, they'll literally queue for hours. I'll get to show sometimes. And the fans are there before I am. You know, I'm going to arrive with my suitcase fierce for the show, and it's already a queue of fans. There's no more passionate fans in the world than that. It's crazy. Well, I mean, Jason, you've said some things about fans. Do you agree with Johnny's thing, or do you think that's an old mentality? <laughs> I don't give a jack's ass, a rat's ass about no fans, brother. I don't care about those guys. I mean, it's cool that they're loud and they make noise, you know, like, but... Who cares? Who care? I don't care. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do my thing. Like I don't, I don't man. It makes no difference to me. I, like I'm thrilled for guys like Johnny, right? Who have the backing of hundreds and hundreds of fans. But like for me, the way I see it, it's just like I love when they cheer for the other people because then when I beat the guy in front of them, it's just sweet, you know. It tastes great and it smells even better. Uh, maybe not so close to the front row, like maybe like in the middle of the ring, like a little bit away from them. But yeah, that's maybe a story for another day. Well, fair play indeed. But you know, I want to go back to Johnny. You did mention a great place as well, Discovery West. And we've had Alan Smith, the CEO, on the show in the past. He talked about having a great environment there, you know, catering to the wrestlers, having medic standby, catering, and even just simple things as well. From a wrestler standpoint, seeing that and having a promoter cater you guys and provide what you guys need, what does it mean to you? Yeah, Discovery Wrestling, uh, I go back with Alan Smith a long way. Back when Alan Smith was actually a wrestler, uh, myself and Alan shared the ring many times together. Mr. News, baby. Mr. News, that's right, that's what he was called. Uh, and I've got a huge amount of time for him. And uh, I think what he's done Discovery, I believe, in my opinion, Discovery Wrestling is one of the more unique rosters because he doesn't care about most um companies have wrestling schools behind them you know and they typically want to use that talent or that kind of roster where discovery until recently really they haven't had that so it's kind of they pluck what they want and i feel when you go into a discovery locker room you're, you're seeing guys work with each other who maybe normally wouldn't work with each other and uh, alan's got no agenda he has no kind of political agenda like he's not going to be right i'm only going to book the guys who work in glasgow i'm only going to book the guys who are in aberdeen or whatever he books who he wants to book and I think it, it really gives a very diverse um, roster. And again, Discovery's production values are brilliant. I, 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 yeah, the catering is great. Uh, and Alan Smith as a person is actually just a professional guy, a really nice guy. So I'm hoping, Alan, Mr. News, book the man one more time. Come on, I've got three or four months left. Let's go. I want to do another run Discovery. One more match. <laughs> Make sure, Alan, you get him before uh, the end of September. Otherwise, you may not have the choice you might not have the uh the option to oh, we'll do it see. so yeah we'll see. with me and you man it'll, it'll be the, the same as the last time you'll go for power bomb i'll roll you up that'll be a done one two three but yeah Ooh. i like what you're saying fighting keep that words, passion man. keep that energy oh fighting words well he might need that passion because jason man you know shug house party eight's coming up you have a title match but is there any you know you looking back and thinking of any wise johnny words to fight for that match are you thinking you are simply the best you don't need that shit you can do it your own. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't think he was listening to you again. I think he was daydreaming about something else. <laughs> oh yeah, what, what would I? What would the champ be daydreaming about, Johnny? Huh? Actually, don't answer that. Okay, listen. <laughs> right, there is some advice 
that I take from Johnny into the match against Stevie James on the 13th of August. It's what's going to be a sold-out garage at Shug's house party for the Zero-G Championship, okay? And that advice is this. Be the man. Be the man. And you know what that means, Sam? That means be the man. Be who you are meant to be. Go out there, make a name for yourself. Show the whole world exactly why you were put on this planet. And that is to become the longest reigning Zero-G champion in the history of insane championship wrestling. And that's what's going to happen on the 13th of August. And then I will proudly march into Truth Nightclub in September. And if Johnny and I stand across the ring, then so be it. I look forward to any challenge. Well, that's a hell of a statement from yourself, pal. But Johnny, obviously, you know, you helped this man. You shaped this man into the champion that he is right now. Do you think there's maybe some lessons he's forgetting from the past? Um, I think he is exactly where he used to be. Um, you've got to respect the past, and maybe he doesn't. But I think at some point in Jason's career, when he gets a bit older and a bit wiser, and maybe he loses that belt or a few other bouts against um, a certain Johnny Lyons, if it happens, I think he will then learn from the benefit of the past. And he, I think he will be humble. Jason's a very young man right now. Uh, he may be been a business a long time, but he's still young. And mentally, he's still got some growing to do. Um, but he is where he is. Um, he's the best in the country. Uh, I think he will defend that title. Um, I think um, I think the betting odds, if me and him are in the ring together, I think the betting odds will go with him. I think I'm, I will be the underdog. However, you don't count the underdog, baby. I'll be coming with all of it, all the tenacity, all of the tenaciousness will be coming. And hell's coming with me, baby. Hell's not coming with you, Johnny. Hell's down there, mate. It's not coming with you, yeah? You might, you might bring a number out. You might bring a lot of firepower. You might bring all your tenacity, your charisma, but you're not bringing that. Well, fair play coming from a man who drinks ice pop prime that should be cancelled faster than Raw Underground. But hey, that's my thoughts. And hey, how dare you? I'm sorry, hey, look, you keep you keep that you know sugary drink to yourself. Drink is red, white, and blue, right? It's good with me, okay? Oh right, mm. I've never even tried that shit. I tell you what, man, you could pay me to try that shit. I, I bet said okay. well, yeah. and all that fashionable bullshit. Honestly, like, hey, I'm pretty, yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that drink reaches your colon, mate. So just be careful there. When you hit the age, you know, you're going to be paying for that in the future, my friend. Just, just be wise, my friend. Be careful. But obviously, you know, truth or dare, FBWA is a great show coming up. And, you know, I prefer I'm, I'm going there. I can't wait to see it. You know, any guests to the show being there? We don't know what's going to happen with this real little matchups. We will be made. Decisions will be made. Stipulations might be made or just by a simple match. But I want to know, Johnny, Jason, why should people come to this show and see this action in person? Johnny, you first, my friend. All right. I mean, FPWA over the last two years has proven to be a, a premium product. Um, the Truth uh, Nightclub is an amazing venue uh, for wrestling. Um, great lighting, great acoustics. And you've got the top talent in the country, like the top talent. You've got a card. I'm going to be biased. You've got Joy Alliance there, the veteran given these last few months. You've got the staunch superstar Jason Reed, one of the best ever. You've got Andy Roberts. You've got some great ones. So if you're if you really got a limited budget and to pay for a show, this has got to be your show. This is the premium company in Fife. 
and it's the premium show in Fife, and it's the only show in Fife where you should like find the money to come and see. And again, I'm glad you're coming because you're going to witness a show whoever is in the ring. And I'm honestly, I'm going to say this right now, Jason. If for whatever reason me and you are not matched on this wheel of fortune, truth or dare, in September, I would love you be my last match December. Let's see what happens, but uh. Let's hope it, man. I, I, I want to wrestle this guy at least one more time before I retire because he is the best. I need to see, I need to, I need to test myself against the best one more time. Good, good words, my friend. Jason, your thoughts on FBWA Truth or Dare and why people should come see the show? Well, first of all, going back to your last point, Johnny, we strip everything away. We strip this championship title we strip everything that I stand for, everything that I believe in, everything that you stand for, everything you believe in, our history. You and I in the ring for your final match, if it doesn't happen in September, would be an absolute honour. It would be an honour for me. It would mean a whole lot to me. And you know me almost better than anyone else in this world. And that would be a privilege for me to step across from you, step in the ring with you and share that moment with you. But first and foremost... We've got Truth or Dare at the Truth Nightclub in September. And let me tell you, if you haven't been to FPWA before, a show at Truth Nightclub on a Thursday night, let me tell you, you are missing out massively because this is not like any other wrestling show that you've been to. This is a Thursday night jam-packed show in Truth Nightclub. We've got the best of the best from FPWA and we've got a theme like no other. Truth or Dare, you... You, the fans, are going to get to decide who fights who, under what circumstance, under what rule set. Why would you want to miss it? And if you've been at Truth Nightclub before for FPWA, then you will know exactly what I'm talking about. And you do not want to miss this. Tickets are selling. They're flying off the shelves. If you don't get your finger on the buzzer, get those tickets now. I can guarantee you this bad boy is going to sell it in a matter of weeks. So do it right now. Absolutely, folks. And don't worry, folks, viewers, as I say, you can't complain of being lazy because the Instagram link for FBWA will be in the description of this video. Click it, follow them, see what they do, and buy tickets for Truth or Dare. Now, I would end the show normally here, but there's a bit of a I don't know, third wheel here right now. So, yeah, Johnny, see what you've caused? <laughs> well, I would say, come closer, champ, come closer, because I have something to tell you, Jason. While you've been rambling on, saying you're the champ, you're this and that, ignorant to this and saying stuff to me, I've been looking around in my studio here and I found a little button called the kick button. Bye! Oh! He's not going to like that. He is not going to like that. But you know what? That was justified. The way he treated you, he didn't give you any respect. Again, I love the guy. But he's got to respect the man's house. It's your house, and we've got to respect you, brother. That's why the suit's on, my Johnny, my friend. But, you know, <laughs> I want to end it properly, my friend. You've announced your retirement in December. When that final bell rings, whoever your opponent is, could be anyone. We don't know what's you know, going to happen for your future, my friend. I want to know what thoughts are going to go through your mind when you know it's over, it's done. <laughs> Well, I've been here before when, when I retired at WrestleZone uh, and that was my home promotion. Uh, those fans followed me uh, with more passion than any other fans. So I did it and uh, it was emotional. I shed tears and um, that was my goodbye to WrestleZone. I thought it was my goodbye to wrestling. This one feels even more real because this is my goodbye to wrestling. You know, I've talked to my friends, I've talked to my partner, I've, I've, I've discussed it, you know, and there was plans. I mean, um, other companies want to book me next year. And I said, no, I've said, that's me. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be definitely going to be sad. I think the hardest thing for me 
is when I'm coaching in January and February and I'm getting the ring with these guys and I'm and I'm showing them moves and knowing that performing at a high level for those fans won't happen again. However, all the greats have got to move on. You know, the greats are like the Shawn Michaels, the Bret Hart's, and you know, these guys, they moved on. They found other things more viable in their life. You know, Shawn Michaels is, is coaching the NXT, and I'm not at his level, obviously, but if he could do it, someone I respect and, and look up to and that company, I certainly can. You know, I, I've got a lot of passion and pride in what I do. So, yeah, it'll be sad, but I'll, I'm going out on my own way. I'm not going to go out when I'm 48, 49, when I go out because of injury, because that's likely going to happen uh, the way my body is reacting to certain things. So, yeah, good on my terms, and that's a good thing I do. Well, it's great to hear, Johnny, and, you know, whatever you do, I wish you the best to FBWA yourself, whatever you do. You're a class man, and you're going to do great things in training the next generation of wrestlers. Well, Johnny Lyons, thank you very much for appearing here on the Soul Sessions and the special guest guy who will not even get mentioned. You can see his mug there. And I was oh, fun. It was fun either way, man. It was fun. Yeah, he won't be put in the thumbnail. That's how I'll say it. <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of The Soul Sessions. I have been your host. He's been Johnny Lyons, the tenacious one. Thank you, everyone. And remember to subscribe for more Soul Sessions.